Do you want to wrap up your kids in a bubble so they never feel any stress? Well, you probably have a kid that has zero stress tolerance. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're talking about something near and dear to my heart, bubble wrap parenting. Yeah, it's when we basically overprotect our kids so that they never experience any discomfort. And you know what happens? They can't handle anything. And we're going to talk about how to reverse that, how to help our kids get grit and develop resilience so they can be stress slayers, not just today, but in the future. So let's dive in. Hi, mamas, papas, teachers, caregivers, grandparents, uncles, and aunts. This is It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne. And if you don't know me and you want to know more about what I do, you can join our natural parenting solutions group. You can go to drrosanne.com forward slash group. It's free. It's our tribe to help parents and caregivers really get the tools that they need to help their child's brain and behavior line up and improve and really use science to guide you so you don't feel so alone and frustrated. We all need a tribe. Man, did I need a tribe when my kids were little. But let's dive in. We're talking about bubble wrap parenting. Should be a TM there because I have a TM. So it's my viewpoint on parenting and what sort of happened. And this is my 31st year in mental health and working directly with families And this is what I've seen is that we really have kids that are very anxious and stressed and we are not allowing them to fail. And what is bubble wrap parenting? Why is it such a epidemic? And it really is what is happening in the world. We don't want our kids to be stressed. We overprotect them. We're all guilty of that, including this Italian mama. But I think one of the things I learned from Philomena and Tony is like, you know, they let me have a lot of independence. In the 80s, we would hop on the train and go into the city in a group. My parents were like, you know, you have a good head on your shoulder. You know how to protect yourself. You're in a group. Don't do anything stupid and good luck. The 80s was not great until Giuliani came in and cleaned it up. And, you know, I wasn't worried. I really was a super confident person. It was really interesting. My parents let me... They gave me a safe rope. They let me do things that they didn't let my sister do because they knew she was too timid on certain things. And I just had a confidence. And I also knew what my limits were. They didn't let me do whatever I wanted, but they knew to let me have failure. And when it comes to bubble wrap parenting, we think that we're going to wrap our kids up and protect them. And there's a fine line between protection. We're not saying this is parenting style that you're letting your kids like free range or different parenting styles. I have a great blog on different parenting styles. You can't just let your kids do whatever they want, but your kids need to know what failure is like so they can problem solve and manage things. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about what autonomous parenting is. So I love autonomous parenting. This is my favorite style of parenting. So it's like authoritative parenting, but it has more of a positive parenting spin as well as a bit of a rope for you to actually have mistakes. And so basically, it says that, you know, when we let our kids be autonomous and make choices, you've heard me talk, I love for kids to be able to make safe choices and give kids control. I don't mean you're giving them 50 choices, but you're saying, would you like to do this? Or would you like to do that? 
the way that that happens in the brain, what it does for the brain is the person says, wow, I have a choice and they make decisions. You are framing it. And with autonomous parenting, there are bumpers, but we want our kids to make decisions. We can help them make decisions, but we want them to actually experience failure. And then you become a detective with them. Like, oh, that didn't work out. Like I let you, I love to talk about cooking. It's my go-to. It's my Zen. I love it. It's also just, I know it brings a lot of joy to people. What I cook, right, Jen and Marla? And they're my Jewish friend sisters that love to come to my house and eat. And they, they're smart. They tell me I'm the best house they eat at, along with Dr. Rita Marie Lascauzel told me I'm the best house she ever ate at. It's like, like, like being told, I don't even know, but it's an honor to be told that by foodies. But I love for my kids to cook because they can experiment safely and they can practice things and they can mess up. Like yesterday, Giancarlo burnt himself on our new flat top grill. And I was like, oh, okay, what are you going to do? He didn't burn himself bad. I was like, honey, this is just cooking war wounds. Would you like to see mine? I was like, oh, this is really cool. When you So he figured it out. He put his, he came to me and he was like, I think I need a little cream on that. And I was like, okay, well, where do you think that is? He's 12. He's not six. So he now understands that I have a problem. I've got to think of a solution. And I love that my kids now actually have problems and then come up to a solution and then check in with me on the solution. That's because we do autonomous parenting. And we have to think there's this great book, Blessing of a Skin Knee. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. I want to say it's like 15 years old. I think every parent should read it. And it's basically, you need to skin your knees sometimes, just like John Carlo burned himself slightly, people. Don't call Department of Troll and Families on me. You know, it was like, boop, in a second. I didn't overreact. He figured out what he needed to do. He actually just continued to cook, right? As we would. And the cooking has allowed him to make a lot of safe mistakes Sometimes he puts a little too much spice in things. That kid can eat jalapenos raw. I don't know. It's unbelievable. I think it's because he's never had wheat and his stomach is so fabulous. But he loves spicy things. So sometimes when he's making things, I was like, that's great. If you want to share that, what should you do? I don't say don't put it in there. You know, sometimes he's like, well... I'll put a little on the side. So it gives him safety in experimenting. And that translates into when making big decisions, you guys. That translates when people offer you drugs and you have a freaking head. When I went to college in the late 80s and I went to Catholic college, the kids had never been exposed to anything. I was in shock. I mean, shock. The kids were hanging from the chandeliers. I'm not even exaggerating. I couldn't believe it. They were so naive. I must have saved, if you've heard me talk about this, at least a dozen people from alcohol poisoning, uh, like high-level drug use. They just had no exposure. They didn't know how to handle and manage things. Where I was like already like totally street savvy, and could make good choices. I was absolutely not an angel, but I didn't do stupid stuff. I, I just was in shock, really, honestly, of the naivety of these kids and what they could handle. Do you have a child that dysregulates at the drop of a hat? Maybe they're cranky and moody and rigid and inflexible. Well, 
I've got the key to unlock the secrets of successful self-regulation for your child. And in our free resource guide, 147 therapist-endorsed self-regulation strategies for children, it's a practical guide for parents, and it's a game changer. You can access your copy now and discover practical strategies endorsed by therapists like me. Don't miss out and download here at drrosanne.com forward slash regulate. That's drrosanne.com forward slash regulate. So let's talk about why bubble wrap parenting is bad. So slow frustration tolerance is linked to future mental health problems, right? You know, everything I do has science behind it. So when you can tolerate stress, you're going to have much higher rate anxiety, depression, OCD. I think we really all saw this in the pandemic. I mean, the level of mental health problems is unbelievable. So one in four adults are on a psychiatric medication today. One in four that jumped from one in six to one in four in the pandemic. That's a problem. They estimate that up to about one third of college kids have mental health problems. That's a problem. 40% of college freshmen don't make it their first semester. Some of that is it's the school is not the right fit. But the number one reason kids leave college is for mental health. And when you're paying 50, 60, 70, $80,000 a year, mamas and papas, you better prioritize mental health. I mean, forget about it just for paying for college. You want your kids to be happy. We didn't have a kid, so they go to Yale. We had a kid, so they'd be happy. Okay, don't forget that. So it's really important for them to develop frustration tolerance. And that comes from making mistakes and figuring out stuff on their own. You can be there as their coach. You can help them. You also need to role model good problem solving in front of them. Even when you mess up, you should be metacognitively talking about it out loud and be like, wow, that was a really terrible decision. I don't know why I did that. And give kids like an insight into how you're coming to these decisions. I can't tell you how important it is when I get families in our brain behavior reset program to switch to make the implicit explicit. Let them have some control and some choices. And I know it's scary to give your kids control when they're dysregulated. But the more control that they get over time, the more regulated they're getting. Of course, we want to really calm the nervous system, but it's important. So what can you do when your kid or your teen can't regulate? We've talked about a little of them. But number one, you got to co-regulate with them. You got to put your own oxygen mask on. Go back and listen to that episode. Don't be a hot mess. Don't approach your kids when they're angry or, angry or you're angry. If you're angry or they're angry, you can say, I'm feeling very frustrated right now. This is not the optimal time to be speaking. You actually can say that. Please know that. It's way better than yelling at your kid. And then they start to understand like, hey, you're a human being too. But what you want to do is you want to give them two choices. Really be very clear. Don't talk to your kid again when they're a hot mess, when they're dysregulated, but empowering them with choices and helping them by not bubble wrapping. This is this autonomous parenting is very, very good for the development of self-regulation skills, right? If they're always looking for us to be their container, to always wrap them, they're not going to know how to self-regulate. I hope that's an aha 
holy moly, unlock it moment for you. So choices, self-regulation, reinforcing the behaviors that you want. I always talk about that. So just like that mom who came to me, who told her kid what he could touch, instead of saying, don't touch this, don't touch that, don't touch that. She said, touch this, touch that. And his brain started turning and understanding what he could touch. He was that impulsive. So we want to really cultivate, reinforce, role model. It's not easy, but the great things in life typically aren't easy. Everybody can do this. And it starts with you by regulating and then really giving your child some choices and letting them mess up. Even when it means like if your kid's in charge of dinner and you know it's going to be terrible. You're like, oh, okay. You want to put a three tablespoons of crushed red pepper in there? Okay. Do you th- wh- What do you think about that? I think it's going to be good, mom. True story. It wasn't. <laughs> you have to let your kids mess up. Don't do it if it's like $19 a pound, whatever. But you can let them make mistakes when it's a $3 gluten-free pasta. How about that? Anyway, so I hope this was helpful. I hope this got you thinking. And if you're looking for solutions, you can always go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. And that's where we have our solution matcher that can get you on the path to healing and self-regulation and your kid loving themselves. That is more important. And having, you know, everything I do is about calming the brain and a happy family. And that's what our solutions are about too. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what's going on with your kid and your family, when you really build self-regulation skills, resilience, help them to have some grit, they're not going to just be okay. They're going to be amazing because they're going to be stress inoculated. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 